This is a podcast by the Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by the Business Times, where we explore useful financial tips. I'm your host, Chris Lim. Now, insurance is a risk management fundamental you absolutely need to sort out before considering more advanced money hacks. However, disability insurance and long-term care aren't on everyone's radar and should be. We're going to tell you exactly why in this episode. Which is brought to you by Great Eastern. Helping me explain this sometimes overlooked topic is our guest Colin Chan, managing director of group marketing at Great Eastern. Welcome to the show, Colin. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me. What exactly is long-term care and disability insurance, and where does it sit in a listener's insurance portfolio? Disability insurance and long-term care basically is a protection plan which gives you coverage. If you were disabled, and specifically when we talk about disability, there are various stages of disability: mild, severe, very serious disability. And long-term care plans basically cover you when you are unable to perform certain activities of daily living. What may be commonly known, some of you may have heard, ADLs. So, like three ADLs, four ADLs, two ADLs. For example, washing, feeding yourself, dressing. How they are important is because these coverages are insurance coverage for someone who continues to live, continues to be alive. It's not so much for your dependents, but how do you have that funding to support your continued livelihood? Okay, but can our listeners ever be too young to worry about disability insurance? You know, I mean. You're a young fellow. The prospect of not being able to perform the tasks to sustain your livelihood may not cross your mind anytime soon. Yes, I would say it is never too young, especially for disability insurance. And the key reason is it's what sometimes we would also call a living benefit. That means a benefit for the living, as opposed to normal life insurance, which covers a person if the person passes away, and that's more for the dependents. And people who are dependent on them, but for living benefits, it is something which is paid out so that the person himself, whether he or she may or may not have dependents, would be able to enjoy the benefits. And there's a need for that benefits because the last thing that you want to happen is to be, for lack of a better word, a burden to some others in your family or friends where something unexpected happens. Well, thank you for helping us make that distinction between living benefits and other benefits. I mean, living benefits are basically benefits you get from insurance that you can enjoy, or rather, that you need and can use while you're still alive, versus something you leave to your family or leave to your dependents after you're gone. Yes, and because of that, I think it will be even relevant for young people because whilst all of us think we are invincible and immortal and super healthy. You never know what could happen because the majority of people suffering disabilities, especially in the young, are a result of accidents and unforeseen circumstances. In fact, if you are young, you may actually have a longer runway to need payouts or living benefits. If you are young, you have longer to live and therefore a longer runway of needs potentially. You're absolutely right, and not just your own needs, but you would have. If not for your disability, being able to work, enjoy an income, right? Not just to support yourself, to support others, but all that may be curtailed, may be lost 
more than that, there may be additional funding that's required to care for you. But can our listeners ever be too old then to get disability insurance? Well, the concept of insurance is around the idea of risk pooling. And for that to happen, the people participating in insurance would generally be a normal pool of people and would not be possible to be a pool of people who are already about to make a claim or already in an impaired life situation where you would be claiming immediately from day one. Because of that, I would say the need for people having insurance is even higher in the older age, except that they would need to start to get on to the insurance plan whilst they are younger and healthier. If you like BT Money Hacks so far, please subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and like us and give us a rating. And now back to our conversation with Colin Chan, Managing Director of Group Marketing at Great Eastern, about disability insurance and long-term care. This episode is brought to you by Great Eastern. Now, before the break, Colin helped us break down what exactly disability insurance and long-term care means, and more to the point, Can you ever be too young to get disability insurance? No, there's no such thing as being too young. In fact, if you are young, you actually have a potential longer runway to enjoy or lean on the benefits of disability insurance. And can you ever be too old? Well, the thing is, the older you get, the more expensive and more difficult it is to get insured. So while you may need it when you're older, actually, you need to get it when you're younger. Which leads me to my next question for you, Colin. What's the financial cost of ignoring disability insurance? How much can long-term care cost, for example, so that our listeners can frame this in their minds? Yes, well, basically we have done some simple studies. If you look at the cost of caring for someone from a very simple perspective, in Singapore, it's quite common to have a domestic helper, a caregiver at home. And easily that will send you back by $1,000 a month to care for someone. But we also know for rehabilitative care alone, if you need to have some rehabilitation, the cost can easily be over $2,000, $2,005 a month that you would incur. So all these additional unforeseen costs would be easily met if you have a reasonably comprehensive long-term care or disability income plan in place, especially set up when you are young. Okay, and that leads me again to the natural question. How much does disability insurance typically cost and what are the options to pay for it? We do have a plan. It's called the Great Cashew Advantage Plan. Actually, you can find a lot more information about that on our website. Just come to greatsonline.com to have a look at about it. The good thing about this is you can use your CPF medicine to pay for premiums up to $600 a year for this plan. And if you're using CPF to pay for the premiums, that $600 could give you a monthly benefit on disability up to $1,008. And this is for a 30-year-old male. So that baseline plan gives you $1,008 monthly benefit. Of course, we have more advanced plans, which are more comprehensive, which pay even at early stages, even at mild disabilities on 180Ls, for example, as opposed to 380Ls, 280Ls. For that same $600, you probably get about $1,000 coverage of a monthly benefit. 
for a more comprehensive amount of coverage. For example, and, and we are able to provide up to $5,000 a month monthly benefit to cover all your living expenses, maybe some part of loss of income and so on and so forth. Right? So this $5,000 cash would set you back for the same 30-year-old, for example, in addition to the $600 that is paid by CPF, you probably have to pay an additional 1000 bucks a year using cash, which is probably less than $100 a month for that $5,000 benefit. Right? So reasonably affordable, especially so if you're starting young. Great. Thanks for helping us get a handle on this. So basically, there are various options to pay for disability insurance, including if you're Singaporean, you can use your CPF, your central provident funds to pay for it. Or if you want a more comprehensive plan, is you can use cash to buy a more comprehensive plan. It sounds like the way it works is that you get a monthly payout if you have to call upon this insurance and that monthly payout sees your needs, covers your needs. So you need to think about how much you would need in certain situations if you require long-term care and then purchase the sort of plan that matches those needs. Is, is that right, Colin? Yes. So generally, it's about the level of care that you would like to have if something were to happen. And then, of course, considering the, the amount of budget you are able to set aside. The good thing is, as you rightly pointed out, for those of us who have CDF and MediSafe, you can use your MediSafe to make payments up to $600 of the premiums per year. Thanks for being on the show, Colin. You're welcome. Great to be here. We've been explaining disability insurance and long-term care with my guest, Colin Chan, Managing Director of Group Marketing at Great Eastern. This episode was brought to you by Great Eastern. And listeners, we do have links to those URLs that Colin mentioned in the description of this podcast. That's a wrap for this episode of Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Business Times. But don't forget to subscribe to BT Money Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify and like us and give us a rating. And listeners, we do have links to those URLs that Colin mentioned in the description of this podcast. That was an SPH podcast by The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.